Behind today's door of our elementary advent calendar is a treat from overseas that always helped us start our holiday dinner off with a bang. As We Eat is excited to present you with the 2021 elementary advent calendar. A tasty countdown to 2022, full of mini episodes highlighting holiday food traditions and memories from all over the world. We don't want you to miss any treats, so be sure to tune in daily from December 1st to December 26th. Today we're talking about Christmas crackers. One of my most favorite holiday traditions is Christmas crackers at the dinner table. Crackers or poppers are toy favors made of a wrapped cardboard cylinder containing a chemical friction snap, a paper crown, a small toy or treat, and a joke or riddle. In my house, one is laid at each place setting and they are set off before dinner by holding a cracker in one hand, crossing arms with the people on either side, and each pulling on one end, kind of like pulling on a wishbone, until the cracker snaps and the toy is revealed. It immediately puts everybody at ease, smiles all around. There's a lot of fun involving putting on the paper crowns, revealing what toy you received in your cracker, and my favorite part, reading the jokes. Crackers are widely believed to have originated around 1850 by Tom Smith, a London-based confectioner who, after visiting Paris, wanted to emulate the brightly wrapped Parisian bonbons or sugared almonds that he saw. And his spin was to have a brightly wrapped confection with a love motto, not unlike the mottos that we actually see in sweet treats today. Things like, you deserve this treat, or you're very special. I think probably along the lines of conversation hearts as well. But his idea really took off after he was inspired to add a pop to the experience with a friction-activated chemical included in the wrapping. This is something that doesn't actually affect the treats or the toys. It's just a nice little pop that lets you know that the cracker has been opened. By the turn of the 20th century, the Tom Smith Cracker Company was producing crackers to celebrate every major occasion, including the Paris World Exhibition in 1900 and the World Tour of Prince Edward in 1926. This is the same tour, by the way, where Prince Edward was molded in life-size butter sculpture. The cracker contents were customizable to include artistic masks, puzzles, tiny treasures, jewels, games, and all kinds of mottos and sayings. They were so popular that royal warrants were granted to create exclusive crackers for the royal family. And the Tom Smith Cracker Company still holds two of these warrants today. The first was granted to Queen Elizabeth II in 1964, and the second to Prince of Wales in 1987. And under these warrants, they produce exclusive crackers for special occasions. I would love to know what's in the cracker for Queen Elizabeth. My own favorite part of the cracker is always the motto, which is usually an incredibly terrible pun. And I collect these. I think they're fantastic. They're fantastically bad. But here's a sample. What? Do you call Santa's little helpers? Uh, Subordinate clauses. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get if you cross Santa with a duck? Christmas quacker. Oh. <laughs> what do you call a dog who works for Santa? Santa paws. <laughs> if these don't make you smile, I really don't know what will. 
And I've seen the most taciturn, grumbliest person put a huge smile on their face the minute that they open that Christmas cracker. I don't care how old you are. There is something about the, the pop and the delightful surprise that just puts everyone in the right mood to enjoy their meal. So, Leigh, how do you start off your Christmas meals? Do you have a special treat or tradition? We don't have anything like that. There is a favorite treat that we have, which... I'm hoping is behind one of the doors and we'll talk about. But I love the idea of the Christmas crackers because I love to start out the meal with a surprise and a and a yes. present. I think it's just it's so in line with the whole Christmas holiday. It's fascinating to me that this man had decided to make the sound because it could have just yeah. been things that are flying out of a tube. But the auditory part of the Christmas cracker, I love. Yeah. There's this community type of feel to opening these crackers. As I said, I've seen it time and time again. It puts everyone, even though it's a surprise, it's a communal surprise. And so even somebody who's unsure about what they're doing, or maybe they feel a little awkward in company, I'm by, or maybe I'm the only one with a socially awkward family <laughs> that invites a bunch of socially awkward people over for dinner, but it's a common denominator. It's an experience that we're all going through together. Right. And it just sets a tone for the meal. It's, it takes out any starchiness or fussiness. And you're always delighted. The toys, I've gotten compasses, rings, plastic rings that, believe me, don't have any monetary value, but maybe some significant sentimental value. Oh, little puzzles. Gosh, you name it. This is a big tradition in our culinary world. And I'm thinking of Henry VIII's blackbird pies, where... Right. Pies are opened mm -hmm. and birds fly out or just the ceremony of bringing a special dish to the table and having everyone ooh and ah or king cake where you are searching out the baby or any of the fortune telling cakes that we've talked about. Having a Christmas cracker on the table is what makes it Christmas. There's because the Christmas cracker is something that we only do at Christmas. In my family, we don't do it at any feast. So it does make it a special holiday. I have photos of my parents and their youth and my grandparents and aunts and uncles from South Africa all sitting around the table wearing their paper crowns. And I love taking those photos myself every year, knowing that in some number of decades, that will be a fond memory for my nephews as well, to see us around the table wearing our paper crowns. Mm. Tomorrow's door opens on a long tradition of ceremoniously burning away barriers, as well as our regrets, mistakes, and sins in hopes of a clean start in the new year. If you find yourself hungry for a larger portion of how food connects, defines, and inspires, be sure to subscribe to As We Eat wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We also publish the As We Eat journal on Substack. We would be honored if you would support us by becoming a subscriber at asweeat.substack.com. Happy holidays from Lay and Cam. There too. 